All right, we are in the second hour of the Monday crew here on WRSU. Chris Akonas and Dylan McCoy here with you. And joining us now, another friend of the program, someone we like to have on uh, whenever we can, Richie Schneiderite of Rutgers Rivals. Uh, joining us to talk some football recruiting and talk a little bit of hoops, too. Um, Richie, thanks for coming on. Really happy to have you on. You got Chris Coase and Dylan McCoy. How's everything going on your end? Yeah, I can't complain, guys. Um, I mean, other than that uh, that ugly game yesterday, uh, really can't complain on my end. Yeah, absolutely, Richie. You know, obviously, I think your area of expertise, uh, people know you for Rutgers football recruiting. Currently, Rutgers ranks 21st in the nation and 5th in the Big Ten for their 2022 recruiting class. We've seen guys like Jacob Allen and other high recruits. Uh, you know, Of their 18 commits they have right now, which one do you think has the highest chance of making an immediate impact as a freshman? Ooh, ooh you're probably on the spot here. That's a tough right? But um, I think it'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't say Amarion Brown, the four-star receiver out of Florida. Um, I think it's clear they're going to need some help there with Bo Melton leaving. Krukshank, we don't know what his status is going to be, how healthy he'll be. So someone's got to step up. Ideally, you expect him to do that. But um, in terms of freshman, I know it's hard for a receiver to just get on the field right away and make a big impact. But Brown has that type of playmaker. He's that type of playmaker that could make a huge impact uh, the minute he gets on campus. And someone else who has really made a lot of headlines uh, in terms of, you know, they're really, I mean, on both ends of the ball, Tommy Amonqua out of Hillsborough, uh, recently named to the USA Today All-New Jersey offensive team as an athlete. Um, you know, coaching staff recruited him as a corner. Um, do you think there's any chance that we might possibly see him on the offensive end, or is he, you know, going to be a defensive player in college, and why? Um, no, I think he's definitely uh, going to be a defensive player. I mean, he clearly has a ton of skill, as you saw, based on his highlight tape. And um, if you watch Hillsborough at all this year, he's easily the best player on the field. But um, he does a really good job with ball recognition, especially when covering receivers. Um, the tall, lengthy guy, very instinctive when it comes to reading the football in the air. Uh, he's a good tackler, too. So I really think that the, his, high, his ceiling is a lot higher on the defensive side. But I think there's a solid argument that he could play a little offense if needed. Maybe, I mean, I'm kind of just throwing this out there, but, I mean, maybe could we see him at some point, maybe like a kick returner kind of a situation? Um, I think it's possible. Uh, there, there's a ton. I mean, here, obviously. And so it's going to be hard to take over one of those two. But I, I think maybe in the future it's definitely, it's definitely possible. But there, there's a lot of speedsters out there on this team that um, I could see going ahead of him. Richie, um, obviously, you know, a lot of big news in the college football world. We've seen coaching changes all around. We've seen decommitments. One of the biggest decommitments that Rutgers fans have been following is Jaden Gould, Jaden Gould, who recently uh, decommitted from USC. Do you think that uh, Shiano and the Scarlet Knights have a chance to maybe put, pull him back into the state and keep the Bergen Catholic product in New Jersey? So, Jaden Gould's an interesting case. Um, Rutgers actually didn't push too hard um to begin with when he committed to USC. He didn't seem too interested in Rutgers, and Rutgers didn't um, kind of reciprocate that either. Um, once he decommitted from USC, it, it, he didn't have a ton of options, and I don't expect Rutgers to uh, reignite the fire there. He's a, he's a guy that uh, – or Rutgers in general, like the recruiting class, they're, they're pretty much done at this point. They don't have a ton of people or a ton of room left uh, in terms of scholarship-wise, with a lot of guys probably still coming back in that free COVID year and all that. So it does sound like this class is pretty much wrapped up. Minus maybe, I want to say, two or three transfers. 
But in terms of decommitments that are happening everywhere, it just seems like this whole uh, Rutgers class is solid. seems like they're all pretty much ready to sign. And then uh, that's pretty much it for 2022, it seems. And I know it's a little bit early days uh, in this regard, but um, looking at the transfer portal, um, you know, players entering the portal, a couple making some visits. I know there's still a bit of a way to go in that regard, but um, do you have any sense of, you know, maybe if not even specific players, but just, you know, in general, what the staff might want to be looking for in the portal and, you know, what are the prospects for, of them being able to fill those holes? Uh, I'd say I'd be posting an article the other day, actually, on a couple of transfers that they're looking at. And um, it, it's clear today that they want a wide receiver, an offensive lineman, and a linebacker. Those are the three main positions they really want. It seems like they're heavily on uh, a tackle, which is kind of interesting. Because you do have Holland Pierce, who was the mainstay at right tackle this year, and then you have Raquan O'Neal at left tackle, who's I guess been here for what three, four years now as a starting left tackle. So then, um, it, it's interesting. There are a couple names out there. Willie Tyler's one, who's a former um, former Texas uh, commit. Uh, I'm not sure if he actually played at Texas. He played JUCO, played at um, University of Louisiana, Louisiana Monroe. Um, he's probably the one I've watched the most out of all the transfers they reached out to, but. But it is clear that they want an offensive lineman and a linebacker, and then you probably want a receiver too. They've reached out to a couple, but no offers yet so far. And looking uh, ahead to 2023, you know, obviously in 2022, Rutgers was able to land the top player in the state in Jacob Allen. Uh, looking ahead to 2023, do you think Rutgers has a chance to repeat that feat uh, with Chase Basantis, and do you think he'll end up as a Scarlet Knight? Um, that's, that's a tough one. I know Rutgers has made up a lot of ground over the past year. Um, if you would have asked me this question a year, maybe even six months ago, I would have told you there's no shot at all. But now, um, Rutgers, Rutgers made up some ground here. Um, they've been recruiting the heck out of them. Um, they've done a very good job in trying to convince them to stay home. It is going to be tough to keep them away from those blue bugs. You know, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Penn State are all after them as heavy as any other program in the country. And uh, I think between those three and the Rutgers, it's probably going to end up being the top four, if I had to say. I do want to shift gears uh, to basketball uh, for just a moment, um, you know, with Rutgers falling to Seton Hall and on Sunday and then having that crazy upset against Purdue. Um, you know, I think there's been a lot made about, you know, where Steve Peichel's recruiting is right now, and that's been a hot uh, topic of discussion. I know you also, um, you know, as a publisher of Rutgers Rivals, you also are, you know, in tune with what's going on, on the basketball side of things. So, um, you know, Rutgers signing a two-person class of Derek Simpson and Antoine Wolfolk. Um, you know, I guess what should people know about them and what they could bring? And I guess what's your assessment of the recruiting in this program overall? Derek uh, Simpson, like, for first off, is just super underrated. Um, he's a little bit different than most guards that Peichel's recruited. Peichel kind of likes those taller, like, 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, I mean, at this point, Jones six guards too, but um, Derek Simpson's the opposite of that. He's like a six one. I want to say one seventy, one seventy guard. He's uh kind of reminds his game reminds me a lot of Baker, a lot of uh, a lot of driving to the hoop, drawing the fouls, hitting the occasional threes here and there. Um, he, he's an intriguing player. I'm actually going to go see him in a couple weeks as soon as their season opens up. Um, I think it actually opens up next weekend. But um, besides the point. The other guy they're getting is uh, Antoine Wolfolk. One, I, he, I don't really know a ton about him, to be honest, just because he was a three-star tight end in our, in our recruiting profile. So it was a little interesting to see that one come out of nowhere. But apparently, Pike will saw him at a couple AAU games this summer, saw the kid, loved him, loved his footwork, and then just offered him on the spot, and he ended up shooting hoops in the end. 
he's going to be an interesting because he's not the prototypical man that Rogers is used to between Cliff and Miles. Um, he's more of a 6'9", 250, 260 type big man. Kind of a little bit like a similar build to EJ Lale. But uh, really good footwork, super athletic on the court, very powerful too in his He's been learning the game of basketball and pretty solid player, but I, I don't know if he's going to be ready from uh, day one. I was curious because, you know, I'll be honest, I didn't know too much about either of them before, so I was kind of curious to get your take on, you know, where they stand. And, um, you know, I think, you know, looking at the freshman class from last year that, you know, didn't get to play a lot um, last year with, you know, not much of a non-conference slate. Uh, now we're starting to see, you know, Mawat Mag start to emerge and, you know, Oscar Pomko's Dean Reber haven't been able to quite break through to the same level. I guess, you know, what's your assessment of where that class is at this point? I know you were at the Seton Hall game yesterday. I got to actually run into you, which is good because I haven't seen you in a while. But uh, I guess what's your impression of them and, you know, where this team is at as a whole? Yes, I mean, um, Mawat Mag actually has to learn the game a little bit more and a little, a little more control on his body. He can just kind of stop throwing his body at people. Like you, I think we saw yesterday, there was just another dumb foul that he made. Um, I forget who on Seton Hall it was. It was just driving up the court and he's literally caught up to him in no time. And I'm like, oh my God, this this kid's pretty fast. Like, And then uh, he just like trips over himself and ends up causing a foul. But he's going to be a really good player. Um, the other two, Dean, I don't really, I'm indifferent on Dean. At first, I questioned it a lot when they took him. Um, but then I saw him in practice a couple times this year, and he looks a heck of a lot more athletic than I ever thought he would ever be. Um, he's still not playing significant minutes or any minutes at all. Like yesterday, I don't think he even saw the court, which is a cause for concern for me. Um, I don't know. I hate to say it, but I don't I don't know how um, how long he'll be at Rutgers. Just because they keep recruiting the way they are and the transfer portal being the way it is. Um, Oscar, he had, he had a pretty good game against um, Purdue and probably should have had two three-pointers if it wasn't for the uh, the one call. I, I forget who um, who forced the turnover there, but uh, regardless, um, he, he's turning into a good player, I think. I think he's super athletic. I've seen some crazy things from him in practice in terms of uh, leaping ability. Um, I, I think it's a solid class. I think a lot of people underrated just because they didn't play last year, but if you look at last year's team, if you played those three, you'd have, what, a 10, 11-man rotation, and that's just not the normal anymore. It's more of like a 7, 8, 9 around that area. Even 9 is kind of stretching it with rotation-wise too. But, yeah, I, I think the class will be good. And uh, I think the team, um, it's going to take some time. they got to figure each other out, gel a little bit more, and figure out the offense somehow too. But they could figure out the offense. Um, maybe they could bounce back a little bit before season's end. Based on what you've seen in the non-conference slate, both you know, you know the struggles in the early going, but then you know the high of beating number one Purdue, I guess – what are what is your current outlook? I guess what do you expect out of this team in terms of where they could finish in the Big Ten? I'm super optimistic going into the season. I'm not going to lie. I actually thought this would be a top five, top six team. Um, after hearing them defeat the Melvin on scrimmages, mind you, I know you're not supposed to look too far in the scrimmages. I was really optimistic, and I, I've kind of lost a little bit of hope at this point. Um, the Big Ten up to down or top to bottom is is just as good as ever um i've watched teams like ohio state who's been dominant and might be the best team in the conference actually in my opinion um purdue obviously it was an interesting win if you look at the stats i, I hate to say this on the Rutgers radio network but uh if you look at the stats i don't know if Rutgers could have been that game but it is what it is they would end up winning and uh it's a big win for them but uh, it, it's so tough just because if they can't get this offense going it's so tough to predict how bad it could be but if they do get it going it could turn around a little bit 
I'd probably say like I want to say like nine, eight or nine right now, predicting. But it, it is so tough just because every every game is a kind of a, a flip of a coin at this point. All right, Richie, we'll let you go. Really appreciate you spending a few minutes with us here on the Monday Crew. Hope to talk to you again soon. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, Richie Schneider, right of Rutgers Rivals.